You're listening to Transcend Your Dichotomy, the podcast where we break the rules that say we have to leave ourselves behind in pursuit of success. I'm Brooke Monahan, and I created the show for purpose-driven business owners. Together, we'll talk about how to go for your goals, have an impact, all while honoring yourself, your desires, and your values. Over the past four months, I've spent a lot of time talking about what I consider the basics, the mindset and habits that you need to foster to build the foundation for a sustainable business. Those episodes are really important for all business owners, I think, um, but most important for folks who are in that experimental phase of figuring out what works well for them in their business, which I don't really think ever ends. Um, but today's episode is going to be f- specifically for those of you who have been at this for some time, you found some success, you have an idea of what works well for you. but it's now becoming clear that you need to implement some systems or get some support to actually get it all done uh, without running yourself into the ground. So the operational pieces of a sustainable business. So today's episode is resonant for you. I hope that I also see you at my next free community training on May 13th at 3 p.m. Central. That training is called Supportive Processes for Entrepreneurs. You know you need systems, organization, and support. Here's where to start. So you can grab your seat for that training by heading to bit.ly slash tydlive. I put together that training and today's podcast episode for the same reason, and that is... I have a lot of conversations with folks who are overwhelmed. They want to know how to optimize their workflows and schedules and organization to limit that overwhelm. And when they make attempts to address it by either hiring a VA or trying a new task management platform or moving their clients or offers over to a new system, it becomes this huge project in itself and often doesn't actually solve the problem. And it it might feel good for a minute, right? But long-term, it's not actually getting to the root of the issue. And here, there's a reason for that. It's because in order to bring in organizational systems and new platforms and team members in a way that is actually intentional and will have the effect that you're looking for, you need to be intentional and deliberate about how you do that. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through how to start that process. And then in that free live training that I'm running on May 13th, I'll bring you through what to do next and also offer you some tools to actually implement. So again, go to bit.ly slash TYD live. And that is where you can register for that training. Now, just a couple of quick notes. The first thing is I am moving at the end of May and I am taking an extended road trip on my way to California where I'm moving. So with that, I am going to be running a community. I'm not going to be running a community training in June. Sorry. So normally I do these every month. There is not going to be one in June because I am taking things off of my plate. Um, And I'm also going to be blocking my calendar for new client onboarding for about a month. So I'm only going to be focusing on current clients. I am not going to be bringing on new clients. It is rare that I am not bringing on new clients because I've intentionally set my business up so that when you need me, you can come in. This is going to be one of those rare times where I'm making an exception. So if you know that you want to work together, now is the time to book that initial call with me to give yourself time to get a spot on my calendar and for me to onboard you before then. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know where I'm living yet. 
Um, and I'm going out there still not knowing where I'm living, which means I don't know when I'm actually like moving into a new place, which means I have no idea what June is going to hold. So I'm just saying this is not false urgency. This is 100% the truth. You need to get on my calendar now if you want to work with me um, over the next few months, because that is what's going to allow you to get a time on my calendar, us to figure out if it's a fit, and for me to onboard you and for us to get started so that you can be established by the time that all of this goes down and I shift my focus to just current clients. The other thing is that I do have a new offer and that is focused on your business operations. So growing your team, coordinating your team, putting systems in place to support that. Um, it's not necessarily for all of those things. If you know that you're not ready to grow your team or you know that you are ready to grow your team, either way, uh, part of what we're gonna do is figure out what you actually need to do. But spots for that are going to be really limited because I am going to be very hands-on with those clients. So if you're listening to this episode today and it's clear that you need someone to come in and help you on this front with the operations and back end of your business and actually making sure that you have a sustainable foundation in that area the best thing to do is to book a call with me so that you can see we can see if it's a fit um so go to brooke-monahan.com it's b-r-o-o-k-e dash M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N. There's a silent G. Um, get a spot on my calendar. We can figure out what it is that you need, if it makes sense for us to work together and what the best place for you would be. So without further ado, I'm jumping straight into it. There are three things that we're going to cover in this episode today that you really need to do before you even start with implementing systems or bringing on support. And I promise you that if you actually give these three things your attention, everything is going to become so much easier. What I see happen is folks want to skip over the stuff because they think it's too basic. They think that they already know it. They don't need to hear it. And they're looking for something that they think will have more of an impact or something that they've never heard before, or is like the secret. Um, but y'all, if it's basic, that is all the more reason to sit down and give it your fucking attention. Maybe the reason that you're spinning your wheels is because you're trying to skip the basics. Maybe the reason that you're spinning your wheels is not because you don't have the answer yet. It's because you're not implementing the things that you've heard a bajillion times over again. Okay. Just saying. So the very first thing that you need to do if you are overwhelmed is you need to get clear on what the fuck you're even doing. And I know I sound like a broken record. I always say vision is the first step. When it comes to the back end of your business and your operations, it is no different. What are you doing here? And specifically in this case, what I wanna make sure you are crystal clear on is your offers or your products, if that applies. The reason for that is this. The entire reason that we even care about business operations, in other words, the back end of your business, in other words, your workflows, the systems that you have set up, the platforms that you use, the support that you have in place, the people who are helping you, right? The whole reason that we care about that is to make it easier for you to make money. 
If you work with me, you are, we are specifically looking at how to make it easier for you to make money while staying within your values, right? Sure, there are other things that matter, but if we're to this point where we are looking at the actual inner workings of your business, those operational pieces, I'm making the assumption that you're clear on your version of success and you've already built the basic foundational habits that will allow you to show up to this work without completely abandoning that or abandoning yourself. If you're not to that point, this is episode 120 of a podcast that is dedicated to helping you build those habits and foundations. So you have 119 other episodes to help you get there. Today, we're focusing on making it easier for you to make money. So we want to look at all of the things that go into making your business money, because at the end of the day, we don't work for free. And if we're getting technical, what we're talking about here is what fancy process improvement people call the value stream. Do your best not to get bored and tune me out for just a minute. It's going to be a short minute of <laughs> somewhat technical speak here. And the reason that I am, that I'm bringing this into it is because I think that understanding this is actually going to get you, it's going to help you to understand why these basic steps are so important. And when you understand why, I think that you're much more likely to actually do it. So the value stream is basically all of the steps that go into creating value. And how do we create value? We have offers and products. Your offers and your products are the things that create value for your clients and customers. And in return, it creates value for you in the form of money when they buy it off of you, right? So sure. Many of us create value for free. For example, this podcast. I think I offer a lot of value on this podcast. And while I don't get paid for these episodes, it actually does make me money because it is marketing. It prepares people to work with me and it leads people into my offers, right? So it's not that this doesn't count or shouldn't have my focus because of the fact that I'm not getting paid for it. That's not what I'm saying, um, because it is linked to getting people into my offers, right? Which is where I create value for my clients and they create value for me by exchanging money, right? So let me just give you a really basic example of what the fuck I'm talking about here. And when I say value stream and as quickly as possible, illustrate why this point is so important if you want to make it easier to operate your business effectively. So let's say that you run a coffee shop, right? The thing that people are paying you for is a cup of coffee, a latte, whatever. In order to get that cup of coffee into the customer's hands and get their money in return, right? Creating value for both people, both you, the business owner, and the person buying the cup of coffee, there are a whole bunch of things that need to happen. You need to order coffee beans. You need to receive the shipment. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into that. You need to grind the beans. You need to store the grounds. And then someone's going to take the customer's order and they're going to mark the order on the cup. And then they're going to hand it to the barista. And then the barista has to go through all the steps that go into making this cup of whatever this person ordered, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we could go even further back and say, what goes into opening the shop so that the customer can even come in, right? Once we know what all of those steps are, then we can look at how to make it easier. And we can also look at all of the extraneous shit that's going on that is not actually benefiting the customer at all. It's not actually doing anything for anyone. And if we just stopped, uh, all that would happen would be we would reclaim time and energy, right? And the value would be the same. So ultimately being able to do less, right? So once we know what all of the steps are, then we can look at how to make it easier. However, if you don't even know what you're selling, 
you can't even know what the steps are and thus it's almost impossible to figure out how to make it easier. Now you might be listening to this thinking, well, obviously I know what my offers are. That's so basic. I'm going to skip through this part, blah, blah, blah. And that's great. But here's my question for you. Have you actually put a stake in the ground and said, here's what I do, here's what I'm known for, and here's the value that I create? Because maybe you know what your offers are, but it's entirely possible that the reason that it feels like so much to run your business is that there is no rhyme or reason to what you're even offering. And I want to be careful here because I actually really dislike the term shiny object syndrome because I think that sometimes it can deter people from following their inspiration. And I think that that's oftentimes the most effective thing that you can do. But I'm not saying that you need to force yourself into having the quote right offers or the quote right business model. But here's the truth. If your offers are super scattered and the only reason that they even are there is because you just are like throwing more things into the pot because you think that that's why things aren't working. The reason that it feels so hard to keep up on everything in order to get people into those offers and create the, that experience for those clients is probably because your energy and focus are split and you're not clear on what you're doing. So when you can identify what you do and what you're wanting to be known for and the value that you create for people, it gives you a filter that you can then pass ideas through. And it also allows you to see what you're spending time on that isn't actually aligned. And the same goes for clarifying your vision for what your version of success looks like, right? I said that that was kind of an assumption for this episode, but that's also a really important part of this. Like you need to know what the fuck you're doing. So that's number one. Then you need to build awareness. And what I mean by this is what is actually happening? I think that entrepreneurs with small or no teams have a really unique challenge in this area because it can be really hard to observe yourself, but essentially that's what you need to do. And a really good way to do this is to actually track what you're spending time on. I recommend taking a week and tracking what you're doing every day. Um, it kind of depends on you and what is going to be what you're actually going to keep up with. Um, for some folks doing, looking at like every hour or every half hour and saying, what did I do for the last half hour hour is fine. Um, it, you might need it to be like every two hours, right? But you need to have some kind of system in place to actually stop yourself throughout the day and say, what did I just spend time on and track it? What you're trying to do here is get an understanding of what is actually happening because we are not very reliable narrators when it comes to how we spend our time. We're just not. I've had clients tell me before that they want to hire a VA because they're spending way too much time on administrative tasks. Um, and they're just totally in the weeds with just the admin work. And when we look at what they're actually spending time on, and that happens through time tracking, um, we find that they're spending like three hours a day responding to and refreshing their email inbox and then just staring at their screen because they're constantly task switching. And like, it's not that they're spending a bunch of time on email admin. It's that they're constantly looking for the next email. I'm sorry. It's not that they're spending a bunch of time on administration. It's that they're constantly waiting for the next email that's going to come through and feel like they have to immediately respond to everything and are spending like tons of time in their email inbox. And then they're not actually focusing on any of the things they need to get done for the day because they're constantly switching back and forth. Right? So I'm not saying that this is your problem, but what I'm saying is you're not going to know 
what the real issue is unless you have a view into like what you're actually spending your time on and what's actually going on. Becoming aware of what you're actually doing with your time, what's actually getting done and what isn't getting done, right? What you're putting off or you're moving from one to-do list to the next. That is what will allow you to identify what you really need support with, where the bottlenecks are and what can be addressed with simple habit shifts or systems instead of taking on a huge project or overhauling like all of your business or deciding, well, I'm just so overwhelmed. So you know what's really gonna make me feel better is doing this other completely unrelated thing and adding more shit onto your plate as a result because you're looking for that like adrenaline boost of like starting a new project. Sorry if I called you out there. And that leads me to the third thing. So the third thing that you need to do to start is once you have the clarity and awareness, then you really need to, and this is more of an internal shift that you need to work on making, you need to shift your focus to the actual problem. And here's what I mean by this. Right now, you might be thinking that your problem is that you're overwhelmed and that you're, that's all that you're focused on, right? You're just focused on the fact that you're overwhelmed. And yes, you might feel frazzled and overwhelmed. And I agree that that is a legitimate problem, right? But what is the actual operations problem? Why do you feel frazzled frazzled and overwhelmed? Because if you are trying to address the way that you feel with an operational solution, there will be a mismatch and it is not going to have the effects that you are looking for. Maybe for a moment, it will make you feel better. And again, I think feelings are valid and important and have a real effect on your business. But the point is for operational solutions to be effective, you need to, they need to be put in place to address operational problems. So you need to shift your focus away from your own overwhelm and toward the actual data and information. This is where having a person helping you with this uh, can be really helpful. And one of the things that I have in mind rolling out this new operations offer. Now, in other words, it might make you feel better to spend six hours in a sauna master planning your entire business from the ground up again. (laughs) But if you have already done that twice this year and it still isn't solving anything, then observing that is what will show you that maybe that behavior is actually you soothing your anxiety. And while that is valid, there are probably other things that you could be doing that would be more effective self-care habits. And then you can free yourself up to create actual intentional operational solutions And those two things together would create a much more sustainable solution and foundation. Okay. So I want to review what the three things are that we covered today. um, And just recap this for you. You need to get clear, first of all, on what you are doing. And specifically what I mean by this is what are you trying to create here? What are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to be known for? What is the value that you, that you create for people? That's the first step. You might be denying to yourself what you're really trying to do here. And that in itself is a huge source of overwhelm and scattered energy and can cause actual operational issues as well because you're trying to do a million things because you're trying to follow a whole bunch of different threads because you're not actually clear on what it is that you're trying to do. 
So get clear on what your offers are, get clear on what the value is, get clear on how those offers connect to each other. And that is going to be a really solid first step for you to identify a whole bunch of things that are going on over under the surface that you might be brushing over or skipping past because you're trying to go straight to creating some more elaborate solution. So that's number one. Number two is build awareness. Take a look at how you're actually spending your time. The best way to do this is take a week and track your time. What are you actually doing? And what are you not doing? What do you keep, what do you already know you need to be doing and you're not spending any of your time on it versus where are you spending your time? And what is causing these, the friction, the most friction and, and the actual bottlenecks here? This is gonna allow you to, uh, to identify where the issues actually are. And the other thing is that if you identify, yes, this is 100% just an operations issue, you're gonna then know the specific things that you need someone to take off of your plate because you've just tracked what those things are that you're spending your time on that are burning you out. And the third thing is you need to shift your focus away from the emotional outcome of all of this and toward what the actual operational issue is um, if you want to create an operational solution. Now, maybe you identify this is almost entirely an emotional issue and there actually isn't much of an operational thing going on here. Great. That's super valuable because it just saved you a whole bunch of time, right? Don't try to solve that problem with a new task manager or a new planner or by purchasing a year long subscription to a new platform, right? But if there are some operational issues going on here, you need to do your best to table the focus on the problem here is I'm overwhelmed. The problem here is I'm frazzled and shift your focus toward the problem here is that when I'm constantly shifting from email to all of the other things on my to-do list, I lose a whole bunch of time. And so I'm going to put a system in place for myself that, uh, makes it so that, you know, maybe I don't look at email, uh, during these hours of the day and I'm going to communicate that to my clients, right? That's a way for you to put an intentional solution in place rather than um, doing things that are going to make you feel better that are not actually going to long-term um, or even maybe even short-term effectively address the solution or effectively address the problem that you're trying to solve. So again, if this episode resonated with you, I hope to see you on May 13th. You can head to bit.ly slash TYD live to save your seat. We're going to go into what to actually do with everything that you uncover through these first steps that I outlined today. And as always, I will have plenty of time for Q and A. So if you're finding yourself frustrated in this area, take me up on some support and drop in. Also, um, a really great way that you can support me and the show, whether you're ready to work with me or not, is to share episodes that you know people need to hear and also share about the training. If you know another business owner who maybe the two of you have been talking about the, you know, setting up more effective systems and where to start and that being, you know, a, a tough place to start for you in terms of like, what systems do you need? What platforms do you need? Do you need help? Who do you hire? Um, let them know that I'm going to be doing this training and have them register for the training because that helps me a whole bunch. It will help them uh, quite a bit. It, I hope. And, um, it is really super helpful to me. 
So I will see you on May 13th and we will talk again next week. Transcend Your Dichotomy is a production of Passion and Process Collaborative, LLC. The show is produced by me, Brooke Monahan, with production and marketing support from Alex Henderson. If you want to support me and the show, the best way to do that is to leave a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts and share the show with someone who you know needs to hear it. For free trainings, my weekly newsletter, or to join us in the Rule Breakers crew, go to brooke-monahan.com. That's M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N. Love y'all. See you next week.